The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Aging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back to the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. Uh, Jayla and I brought this article to my attention, and I'm fascinated by Airbnb, as you well know from listening to this show, uh, from both sides, from from the side of mm-hmm. all three sides, I guess, Airbnb themselves, and then people who offer up their homes on Airbnb, and then the third side, those people who take advantage of that offer. But we've got a situation with a homeowner here in Edmonton, which I can just feel the frustration of the homeowners that surround this home. So here's what's happened. Uh, Her name is Heidi Johnson. She's a neighbor um, of a house that is oftentimes up for Airbnb. But it's not what I would suggest would be how you picture Airbnb working, at least not how I did. I see Airbnb working like, hey, I've got this house or apartment or whatever. I'm not always going to be in it, so I'm going to get a little income from it when I'm not there. But I didn't realize, honestly, that there was a business of simply having property for Airbnb. So this is a house in a nice suburban neighborhood. It's in Haddo. Yeah, in Haddo, not far from where I live, where somebody's bought this and other houses simply to have them on Airbnb. And this um, neighbor, Heidi Johnson, says that the house is constantly rented out on Airbnb, that they throw parties and have functions and get-togethers and meetings, and that sometimes, and there's a picture posted with the article of what looks to be a parking lot in her cul-de-sac with all the cars that have arrived and whether, I don't know, they're staying there, going to a party, whatever they're doing. And she's frustrated, and she says it's noisy, Mm -hmm. uh, they leave garbage outside, they park all over the street, and the owner is a guy by the name of Andrew Ross. He owns that and other properties, as I mentioned. And his reaction to that complaint is, well, I'm following the law, and I think these complaints are blown out of proportion. His suggestion to the neighbors is, well, call by law enforcement to deal with any issues related to parking, noise, and garbage. But, you know, bylaw enforcement are not, they're not sitting by the phone waiting for the call. It's kind of like the animal control people. Exactly. Yeah, it it's... could take days for them to yeah. respond. And by the time they do, because it's short-term rental, uh, the people aren't there anymore. So, and, and even if they were to go there and discover garbage all over the street, the people who put it there are gone. They're back in their hometown. So there's, you know, and, and here's the problem. There's no link, basically under current bylaws to the owner of the house. So the city is is wrestling with how they're going, and we're not the only one. I know Vancouver's just gone through a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of conversation about this. The city of Edmonton is wrestling with how they're going to deal with uh, bylaws regard to Airbnb. They're What they're trying to do is take bylaws that already exist and make them somehow cover Airbnb-type rentals, but so far that framework isn't there. Um, the public will be consulted. So the city's going to look at new regulatory framework for short-term rentals. The public will be consulted, and options will go to the city council early next year. 
and that could include such things as Airbnb hosts acquiring a business mm-hmm. license. But if you're wondering how many of these circumstances exist currently in Edmonton, the short-term rental market in Edmonton, so Airbnb-type rentals, has grown from 44 listings in 2014 to 1,105 listings in 2017, and of those, only 10% are rented for more than 90 days a year. So, I guess 10%, so 100 and some listings are probably the kind of home that this neighbor's having a problem with. And what do you think? Uh, the frustration. I could just feel the frustration of this. I can feel n- the frustration, neighbor. but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I, f- I find it hard to believe that every time that there's uh, people renting out this home on Airbnb, there's a big party there, that there's tons of parking, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Um, and I would suggest, you know, this neighbor probably and her other neighbors have parties and the, the cul-de-sac is busy. I think it, more than anything, it just burns her butt that that the house is being rented out on, on, on short-term rentals more than anything. And so anything is going to keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. If it's not being rented out constantly, you know. So uh, you don't have a problem with it, I guess. Uh, not that I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Let's put it this way. Um, I, 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 I just, I would like to know more. Like, are you mm-hmm. telling me that there's constantly all sorts of people around they're constantly making tons of noise that they're constantly leaving um, all sorts of uh, you know crap in the front yard I find that really really hard to believe well here's here's my thought process on this but I get that she probably she owns her house she's proud of her neighborhood this is just ticking her right off I'm sure like anything it's like an itch that keeps scratching even more that you just want to scratch more well here's the thing and I'm going to upset some people here so I apologize in advance. When you own your home, when you take ownership of a home, generally speaking, you take pride of ownership. Absolutely. Right? And, but even in the nicest of neighborhoods, um, there'll be homes that are bought and then rented out, and the renters don't necessarily take mm-hmm. pride of ownership, mm-hmm. right? But in cases like that, there's a landlord or a company that's overseeing the rental, so you have that option to go to them and say, look, the people you're mm-hmm. rented to don't cut the grass, or the people you're rented to don't remove snow, or they're noisy, or whatever. But in the case of short-term rentals, it's a moving target that you can't hit. Mm-hmm. So I see the frustration mm-hmm. that even if it's not all the time, what does she do if it happens at all? I, you know, if if we know the name of the guy who owns the place, I'd be tracking down his phone number and and calling him directly or saying, you know, come to some mm-hmm. sort of relationship with the neighbors that but are see, in the his, neighborhood. I agree with you, but his attitude seems to be, I'm not breaking any laws, and you should phone by law. Mm. So it seems like you're not going to get anywhere with that conversation. Yeah, yeah, it it seems like he should be a little bit more... A little proactive? Proactive, maybe a little bit more uh, welcoming to their concerns or at least uh, open to their concerns. I remember being in um, New Orleans and staying in an Airbnb, and at that time there was all sorts of controversy going on with that because there was no business licenses, anything like that. And we showed it up our place and there were notes left on our door saying this is not uh, a proper place. It hasn't been this. It hasn't been that. We haven't approved this in Airbnb. You should be, or in, in New Orleans. Oh, really? Uh, you should be supporting and it was a bed and breakfast that was all mm. legal right across the street. It was, it was that woman who owned it. Um, and we were told beforehand, we were told beforehand by the, the person, the host who yeah. was renting it out, just saying that if anyone asks that you are the cousin, you are the relative of so-and-so. 
Oh wow! So they're asking you to lie? Yeah, they did ask us to lie at that point, hmm. just in case in case we were approached uh, about it. But you know, things have improved uh, since then, and they've come to regulations and that. I think Edmonton needs to, you know, put some some you know they some do. tougher restrictions in place. And tougher restrictions, but so, some, so, no, some solid some, rules right. in place. Because yeah. look at our text line. So. I'm, I'm going to answer all three of these texts with regard to this topic. Can't they just make the owner of the house responsible for the noise yeah. and cleanup? The problem is the owner of the house is not doing anything wrong. It's the individual who's rented the That's house. Right. So, yeah, you can call bylaw, but as this lady says, by the time they show up, those people are not there anymore. So there's no law being broken here. Um, for being a nuisance neighbor. Uh, I would call police. If I was having problems and if there was a big house party and everything was, you know, going to hell in a handbasket, I'd I'd call police. Yeah, I mean, if it was really out of hand. But, I mean, again, you don't want to have to be doing that all the time. Now, you said a moment ago, I doubt it's constant, Mm. right? But this texter saying once a month would be constantly to me. Yeah, and... I could have a party at my house once a month. Lots of cars in the driveway, people partying in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. And probably in the summer I do. The, how about this one? Sounds like a home-based business to me. Yeah. Force the issue, then there are bylaws to handle everything. That's exactly what the city is looking at. So when they say that they would perhaps require a business license, mm-hmm. that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. That it's different to have your house available a couple of times a year than actually investing in a property specifically yeah. to derive short-term yeah. income. And for that, that may be the route they take to mm-hmm. say you have to have a business license and then there would be uh, laws and regulations yeah. that are attached to that license. Yeah, and it is uh, it is different if it's, uh, as you say, if it's, uh, if it's a home that's just uh, up for rent year-round or if it's a place that, you know what, you're going away for a couple of weeks during the summer or maybe you have another place that you're going to go to for a month and you're going to, you know, rent out your place. The, the thing is, is that Airbnb, VRBO, VRBO all of these home-sharing businesses or, or companies or opportunities, so huge now and so popular mm-hmm. that the, the city cities need to get need to get with it and do something about it they need to figure out how to properly manage it well can i ask a dumb question yeah. I've, I've never used uh-huh. airbnb I, I i've seen it at a distance i've heard your stories my daughter's story uh-huh. so let's say i rent a car and um i leave the car messy uh, don't they have my credit card and doesn't the i know they do that my car rental place uh-huh. says well it's an extra hundred bucks because yeah. we had to clean the car or you smoked in the car uh-huh. or you did whatever so why doesn't an air or does it why doesn't an airbnb contract have something that look if you leave garbage on the lawn it's got to be cleaned up we're charging you or yeah there is a there's a cleanup fee that's all usually in there there's a damage deposit that's in there but i guess that wouldn't help this lady with noise or parking. Again, in the, in or, the immediate, yeah. it's not. Yeah. And we saw that story, was it last week in Vancouver, the 14-year-old girl rented out a place to yeah. have a party. And yeah. we've seen, was a story in Calgary where the house was rented out and it sounded like it was a big sex swingers party mm-hmm. or something. Remember, it broke yeah. and there was condoms left over the place. It was, it was awful. Um, you know, some people will use places like this for... Not just so who, crashing and sleeping in and going to go visit the conservatory. Right. Let's be real. So who do you think the responsibility most directly falls upon then? The owner of the property, the person renting the property, Airbnb, or the city? Uh, I, oh, I think it's. Uh, I think it has to be a, a, a combination of them all. For Airbnb, for example, I'm a verified 
customer. Um, they had my license, like my, my background. Mm-hmm. I think it was my license number I had to give them. I had to give them pictures. I had to fill out everything. And then I would get evaluated after staying at some place and you get a you'd get a recommendation whether or not yes you'd stay there or not the problem is it's the first timers right probably or some people decide oh let's you know have a free-for-all um and as far as the hosts go for example the place i'm staying at next he's considered a super host so there's different levels where you know this is what you can expect this is what you can expect here's how fast he gets Hmm. back to you all of that well if i was airbnb I i would be uh really paying close attention to this because the last Last thing Airbnb or Uber or, you know, any of these organizations want is more regulations that they have to fight. So if they clean up their own act first, they'll avoid that. I mean, think about it. When we were 17, 16, 17, 18 years old, weren't we always looking for a place to party? For sure. We were always looking for a place to party. We didn't have something like this Mm -hmm. at that time. Now we do. And if you have a credit card and you pass yourself or your mom's credit card and you can pass it off... I just find it amazing. As I say, I've no experience with Airbnb at all. I would never let somebody into one of my properties without meeting them. If I, you know, whether it be my house or a, a property that mm-hmm. I had invested in or have a management company that met with them mm-hmm. or, and I, maybe that's not the way Airbnb works, but. Again, you have to, like for, for I mean, me, I, I had to go through that whole thing and I, yeah. and it was good that I was starting to get recommendations saying, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you know, she and her husband are welcome back to stay at our property anytime, all hmm. of that. And again, I, I would suggest that probably 95% of people who use them and are rent them out are doing it the proper right. way. It's always. The, the ones that are screwing it up that yeah. th- that leaves a bad taste. Well, you know the other mind. problem, though, is, Jay, like I'm thinking of Uber and, and Airbnb is probably the same way. Anytime you have reciprocal recommendations, mm-hmm. you have to take them, or at least I take them with a grain of salt, because it's the same as eBay and rating buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. You give a guy a bad rating, a person a bad rating, and they immediately give you a bad rating, even if they were wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's so... People resist saying something like, listen, they they weren't good renters mm-hmm. because they don't want to get, uh, well, they weren't good hosts, right? So if the place didn't burn down yeah. and they were able to clean it up, I'm guessing that they give them an okay rating. So I don't know that rating really filters out those bad renters. And as I say, I, my suggestion would be if you take this woman at her word and everything is accurate, I know you said I find it unlikely that they're partying every weekend, but if you... Take her at her word. I would suggest that maybe reputation has, for this house, has preceded them now. People seem to know this is a great house to hold a function at or have a party at. I mean, it's on. We don't know. If, if what she says is true, people seem to know this is the house to rent to have a party. It's in a cul-de-sac, got lots of parking. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Well, I just imagine that, as I, I say, the frustration. That, I think that any time that you have something new, and we've seen it with Airbnb and VRBO and Uber, every time there's something new, we have to figure out how to regulate it, how to uh, police it, uh, to make sure that it works for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that includes the people who are in the neighborhood where the homes are as well. Uh, I, I, a friend of mine in Vancouver, she lived in a condo, paid a fortune for her little condo in Vancouver and was so fr- she's she's moving out now, was so fr- fed up because of foreign investment people coming in and buying up these condos and renting them out. And then there was all sorts of trouble going on, noise. Mm. And, you know, it was really difficult. It was the people who the people who owned it weren't living there. Right. But that's like with any rental yeah. property. 
yeah, property. Absolutely. All right, 321. Hey, uh, great news for you, uh, Jalen and I, because I know that this always excites you. What? Uh, coming up at some point in our next half hour, I want to remind people, by the way, sometime before we get off the air at 530, we'll have Rod Stewart tickets for you. But sometime in the next half hour, we have uh, another edition of uh, people behaving badly on airplanes, <laughs> only this time it's the pilots. Oh, you're, boy. <laughs> you're going to love this one. Uh, but we'll do that in the next half hour. And also, I want to talk about that Heineken commercial. Did you see it? Oh, I saw it, yeah. I almost want to save it for Dr. Gantz. He'll be in tomorrow Mm -hmm. to get his uh, two cents on it, but maybe we'll... uh... I think they just made a... Well... Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes, yeah. It's sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. we'll, We'll tell you the details on it. Heineken... Put out a what they is considered a racist commercial. Well, what some are calling what a some racist. Say is a very racist commercial. They've since withdrawn uh-huh. it and apologized. And of course, what made it um, interesting to me was that Heineken takes these things very seriously. They said in their uh, press release. But <laughs> we'll tell you those two stories coming up in the next half hour after we uh, hear news headlines from Eileen Bell. And might just get to this one as well. I'm not rude. I'm just French. <laughs> Another good one. Another good one involving a, a fired BC waiter. <laughs> Stick around on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.